There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. Eric's Family Barbecue has arrived and is simply the best barbecue in Arizona. Come satisfy your taste buds with meats that are smoked over mesquite wooden sides that are made with fresh ingredients and tons of love. They have the best, juiciest brisket, pulled pork, rib sausage, turkey, or everyone's favorite, the Pitmaster Sampler that includes all the meat and four sides, mac and cheese, potato salad, coleslaw, corn, or beans, yum. And for dessert, try some creamy banana pudding, amazing. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meat, mesquite, repeat. Make the trip, you won't be sorry. Dine in or take it to go. Go to Eric's Family bbq.com for more info Holmberg's morning sickness you've been deceived by an agent of satan himself he's evil sitting right here come on no no he's not he's not evil he's just a bit rude good morning everybody hello there welcome to tuesday it's 5 45 my name is john holmberg there is brady bogan brett fesley big dick toledo this is the morning sickness and off and running on another glorious day uh, as the Olympics continue uh, to tread on, spoiler alert, Simone Biles, I was up for whatever reason last night at 1.30 in the morning watching Olympics because uh, I just kind of popped up in the middle of the night. And uh, there she was, and I'm like, all right, I'll sit and watch this for a little bit. And it was fun to watch, and it was fun to hear all the people talking. I didn't realize how divided people were about the Simone Biles thing in like an angry way. I have a friend of mine who he and his wife are in like a real battle, like sleep in another room's battle over this. Like, they've been in a full-out fight for a week because they have a kid who's got some mental health stuff, like yeah. real stuff, not the twisties. <laughs> real stuff. And his argument is pretty valid because he's basically like, so, uh, uh, like, because they keep saying that, like, the twisties are a very common problem and you don't want to hurt yourself. It's very common. And, and I hadn't thought of it the way he did, but he's like, look, if the twisties are a common problem in gymnastics and, and sports where you twist like that, then how come we've never heard of them before? And evidently, if they're that common, all the other gymnasts has, have found a way to Paddle combat their them. way out of it. Right. Yep. How come her twisties are all of a sudden you know, a certifiable medical illness? It's a four-day process. And she's basically doing the thing. Sports is too important. And um, she was on the phone in the, back, in the background when we were talking about it. I was, are you talking to another friend about what an asshole I am? And I'm like, oh, you're in a real one. <laughs> oh, man. He goes, oh, we're in a real one, all right. And he said, yeah. So she's basically saying sports is too important. You should walk away from it if you don't feel like playing. There should be no pressure. And he's that's not what the Olympics are about. The Olympics aren't about that. It's not about walking away. It's not Little League. No, but I, I mean, it, look, I understand where that's coming from. If someone is not doesn't have anything to do with sports, yeah. all oh, of a sudden they, their yeah. tolerance is... Oh, zero. Yeah. It's a game. It's a game. Yeah, people say that. But it's a $5.7 billion game for NBC 
and the IOC and everything else. Not much of a game to them. It's every. Have you seen the uh, ratings so far? No, are they not? They're probably horrible. They're down fifty-eight uh, percent from wow. the London Olympics twenty twelve. Forty-eight percent for the Brazil game. From Rio. Well, part of it is trying to find any of the games too. That's it's what on everybody says. Twenty different platforms. Yeah, I was talking to Jay yesterday up there, at Tactical Black, and he's like, "Is it me? Am I an idiot? No. Or can I not find anything worth watching? It's like there's the highlight show." On NBC, basically, where it's a bunch of stuff. I'm not like rowing. I go, I'm going to watch that. And he said, but they say this is on and this is on. I got to find Peacock. I got to go figure this out. I got to pay for that. I got to fire stick this. I got, yeah, I said, it's a pain in the air. They're making you jump a little too oh, yeah. much. Yeah. Just put it on TV. And then say, if you want to watch basketball, here's our basketball channel. If you want to watch right. this stuff, here's our this stuff channel. But yeah, it was weird. But the Biles thing, and I had another buddy emailing me yesterday who's just flat furious about it. Guys who played sports, I don't know that people who didn't understand the you don't quit no matter what mentality. There's just a sports thing in your brain. You're taught that as a kid, no matter no matter what. And I know that sounds crazy to somebody who doesn't do it. Like, yeah. what, what do you mean no matter what? And it literally is no matter what. I, I, I was talking to a friend yesterday, Terrell Davis and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, guys I rooted against, Denver Broncos, Los Angeles Lakers, both suffered from migraines so badly they'd go blind. And in the Super Bowl, Kareem, uh, that's what I said. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Davis was uh, in the Super Bowl and went to his coach and said, I'm blind. I am literally blind right now. The migraine has got me. And he knew he had it before. And what did the dude do? He just iced up until his vision started to blur back. And he's like, I'm back in. Uh, You could not keep him out of that thing. He never once said, I'm out. I'm done. He just was blind, literally blinded. That's what it took for him to leave the field is the loss of his vision completely. Otherwise, he was going to fight through so long as he had colors and shapes and kareem did it in the late 80s when he was with the lakers he'd have blinding migraines and go out and play anyway and there you know towards the tail end there'd be a a quarter or a half that he would sit out he couldn't see and but he would sit in that uniform like i'm gonna play until i can't see that's the only thing i you know going blind is definitely like having a a broken bone you're not going to go on much longer. sometimes guys emmett smith broke his entire shoulder and went out and had one of the greatest NFC championship games. So it is kind of crazy, but dudes have that mentality of you just don't quit. You go out and crap the bed. You'd rather go out and crap the bed trying than you would saying I quit. But, uh, yeah, I got a few. And then don't even get, boy, the three or four friends I had yesterday that went off. And one of them I want to name by name because his is the best, but he's got a prominent business in this city, and I don't really want to throw him under the bus on that. But, oh, is he – was he grouchy about uh, the uh, soccer, the lady soccer? Woo! He goes, did you see those entitled bitches on their knee wearing USA flags on their shirts during the anthem? And then they went out and had the nerve to get their asses kicked by Canada. <laughs> and I'm like, that is true. If you're going to kneel, you better go out there and kick ass. If you're going to kneel and take a stand saying we're the most important thing you got going right now and we're going to take a stand, you better go out and perform. Otherwise, you just look like you're there for the wrong reasons. They got whipped yesterday. It's like a year late. That year delay that yeah. they were planning on kneeling, probably. I can't imagine everybody on that girls' soccer team is in on the whole let's kneel during the anthem. And if you didn't want to? Oh, you're feeling the pressure. There's absolutely. no way Megan Rapino isn't looking at you going, really, you want to be on this team or not? Because she's kind of the LeBron James of that team. For whatever reason, they look to her as the leader of USA soccer rather than the coaches or the people in charge. And I guarantee you, one of those young girls, it's like, I kind of like the United States in a whole bunch of different ways. And the reason that we're here is to represent the, the best of it. Now, yeah, there's all there's problems, 
but we're here to represent the best of it. Maybe not the best time to hit a knee yeah. as a group and protest. I mean, we'd be the laughing stock of the world. And she's, I guarantee you, Rapino is like, nope, you don't kneel, you don't, you don't go out there. I don't remember ever seeing this much. I don't know if I'd say hatred, but distaste for for a, an American team in the Olympics. Yeah. I mean, I think I every, everybody's going against yeah. the U.S. Uh, girls soccer team. Yeah, well, not everybody. Well, no. there's some people yeah. you don't talk to. You know what I'm yeah. talking about. <laughs> yeah, though. yeah. The you're, you're, yeah. You've never the, seen it. This the normal many times. nice. The people you want to deal with, right? Are not. Yeah, but it's true. Boy, I was the same. And the people are like I was rooting for Canada in the Olympics. It's never happened before. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it, but man, people. She's unlikable though. She's not. She's just not endearing and yeah. ingratiating. It's the same way, like, I kind of agreed with Colin Kaepernick, but he pulled so many stupid things. You're like, dude, you can't win this fight this way. The Kunta Kinte thing, when they gave him a chance to come back and say, we want to give you an opportunity. And I understand he's mad. And the pig socks, that was terrible when he wore yeah. the socks with the pig yeah. cups. On. I'm like, you, you have a fight on your hands, and you've actually got the right approach. You did everything right up until you didn't. And once you didn't, you gave your enemies all the power. You gave the people against you all the power to at least have an argument to to water down what you were trying to do. Canada had a uh, tough day in diving. The female diver yeah. got a zero. There's been a couple zeros. That was two days ago. There was a guy well, that got a zero yesterday. Saw it, um, yeah, yesterday. she just floated into the pool like feet first. A very difficult yeah. dive, the most difficult dive, I, and bailed on it. I didn't know that there was a thing called balking in diving where you go and you don't like the way you bounce and you stop. It's a zero. And you get off the board. Unfortunate for that round, that was a that basically knocked her out. Yeah, you want to talk about some pressure? A false starting in a track and field event, you're done. Only one time, right? That's it. Yeah. You, 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 unless they feel like it was something wrong with the their end, because there was a girl be, who did it yesterday. Uh, they'd reset. Yeah. yeah. But uh, there was a, a girl yesterday who did it from Great Britain, and, and it was raining, and there was a, and there's, I couldn't hear. I didn't know when the thing went off, and they're like, "All right, we'll give you another shot." But that's up to them. But for the most part, you fall start, you're out, especially if it's over like a tenth of a second. Uh, and then there's the other element that I started laughing at last night uh, when my phone blew up as, you know, the people that know I'm watching these Olympic Games. And that uh, white guy from Norway beat Rye Benjamin in the 400-meter hurdles, which was one of the best foot races you'll ever watch in your life. They broke the world record that stood for 28 years, this uh, uh, Karsten Wald something I don't know his name anyway yeah he's the Norwegian runner he broke the record he's white as he's he's Conan O'Brien he looks like Conan O'Brien with uh, blondish hair and all my phone blew up and said I never thought I'd see the day like all these people like this white guy just wanna like he outran the black guy at the end and attract me I'm like this is the fat this is the fastest guy going but it is kind of a race thing because when you see Conan O'Brien beating Rye Benjamin. And all the other black guys on this 400-meter hurdle and breaking the world record that he set a month ago that was a 28-year-old record in the first place. And think, you, everybody got all white-black on this thing. I was dying laughing. I'm like, I was, I was rooting for Rye Benjamin. He's the USA guy. I was Go, man. Yeah. But I will have to say, it was interesting to see because it's very rare. Like when the Chinese kid qualified for the 100-meter sprint. Yeah. And he won the heat. And I'm like, wait a second, that's never been, like, I've made a point in this show to say I've never seen one up against Usain Bolt, not one Chinese runner, and this guy did, he was the one, they must have heard me, and trained one real fast, because he went out there and blazed. I forget about the uh, the, the story I read, um, but it was the women's 400 meter, and our one of our favorites from USA wins, basically, has to finish, you know, she finished second in the heat. Yeah. 
but she kind of um, just she slowed it down it. before. Right. One one thousandth of a second did not qualify yeah, for the final. Yeah, because the time drops yeah. up. Yeah, you got to push through that spin- heat. But it was weird because I got a lot of texts from people saying, oh, my God, the white guy won. And they were very excited because – and then it makes you think, you know what, do we, should we have white pride when the white guy wins that or is that – we're going against – I mean, it was a Norwegian guy, so it's going against the United States. That's just flat racism, isn't it? He can he can have second, but not against USA. That's what I said. And I was like, what are you guys cheering for? You're cheering against the United States. You can't be on this – you can't be on the don't kneel U.S. soccer team. And then root for Norway because he's white. That's why they're kneeling. The guy's technique must have been. He was unreal. It's an unbelievable. The races they're saying it's the best Olympic race of all time, and I'm pretty close. It, it, it was on the edge of your seat type stuff. These guys ran the hundred meter hurdles in a little bit uh, slower time, or not the hundred four hundred four hundred. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they, in a little bit slower Which time. Which I can't. They imagine. run it without hurdles. The, the time wasn't that different as fast as these guys were going. Wow. They were blazing. And it was amazing to watch. I mean, the way they busted away from the field. But yeah, rooting for Norway over the United States because it's white. That's just flat racism. And it's not really that's a just, country that pisses you off so much. Okay, so but maybe, it's, you know. that's a white thing. <laughs> it is. It's, it's that, I was like, I texted a friend of mine, like, you're being racist. Like, you're a complete that racist. Conan? Yeah, that's Conan. <laughs> and Conan is fast. And Conan was the favorite. Everybody's like, I never thought I'd see the day. He was supposed to win. He was the He was the one that was... The fastest. There's Conan. Wow. He must have tore his uh, he shirt He ripped after, it open yeah. at the end, yeah. Like he Superman? did a bad, terrible job of trying to tear his shirt open. Wasn't the Hulk Hogan uh, type No, it was nowhere near the Hogan. It was, uh, it was not uh, Norway mania. But yeah, he, he was the favorite. He's the fastest guy in that event. And then the Americans have Rye Benjamin, and he's like super. And I was rooting for Rye the entire time. And uh, Warholm is the Norwegian guy. He was incredibly classy at the end. But I started thinking, I don't think my friends are classy at all. They were rooting for the white guy just because he's white against the black guy who's an American. That's racism. Yeah, take a knee for Christ's yeah, sake. Yeah, t- I took a <laughs> knee right there, Benjamin. I'm like, look, Megan's right. Repino's right. There's too many problems. That right, Benjamin was crying his eyes out at the end, too. And that was the best uh, so far when they go back to the families on the Zoom meetings that they've been having. Uh, that was the best one because they're like, we love you. And he just he started sobbing and apologizing like he's a Chinese athlete. The race was unreal. And uh, this, this, this Norwegian Off dude. Off to that start that we expected so by Ryan Benjamin, not letting him get too far ahead. If I you mean, look at is, who's getting over the hurdles, blazing first is still fast. Carson Warholm. So Rye Benjamin has all the flat Wait till they hit the, 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 the corner the here is when it all evens right up. They go around this turn, yeah. and then you Rye find out Benjamin who's actually winning. Look bit. how far back but he is, and then watch the these two Warholm pump it. And they're blowing everybody away. That was a great turn from the American. It's Rye Benjamin. Oh, it's such a great oh, race. Oh, that's a battle. It's such a great race. American is railing him in. The world record holder is trying to hold him up. Look at him. just pulls away at the end. He's amazing. Man. And then a bunch of racists text me right after that. <laughs> but he's bad, at ripping his, he's bad at ripping his shirt open. He could not get it open. Just, he just There's some safety pins. Basically did a nipple thing. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a great race. It was a great race. My phone doesn't ping, 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 ping. Dude, a white guy's the fastest guy in the 400-meter hurdles. Man, 45 seconds. 45, yeah, they busted 46 seconds, which is unreal. It's never been done. That's unbelievable. The record was like 46.8 up until two months ago, and he busted that, and then they, they yeah, broke it 46, under. 46.7 was the previous. They shard, well, that was the one that he just did. 
Um, and prior to that, it was a full second more. Like he's busted a second off of the entire world record yeah. in a month and a half. It's crazy. Yeah, it was awesome. Check but, the blood. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah, too. Juice. So there's what I was thinking. Dropping two seconds and there's my there's my racism versus my own people. There's no way that guy's faster than Rye Benjamin without any help. He's got something going in the system. The Norwegians are are you know athletic, but <laughs> all right, calm down a little bit. They're not going to blow by a dude named Rye Benjamin. They got some good labs over there. They can oh, they can doctor some, some things. Sure, they're very bright people. Uh, you know, in the region of the Nobel Prize, it's right next door. So they've been into the science world. Their their neighbors are science people. Like hey, I'm going a little something to make Whitey faster. And they did it, but he hey, was maybe, blazing quick. You know, in eight years we can get it below forty. The if final you, time. If that could happen, I'm all for it. Get those steroid Olympics going. Barely do that in a car, let alone on feet. Are you kidding me? <laughs> right. But the jumping part, oh, it's amazing. That's that's see, track and field starts getting me excited because it's fun. But you got to root for the USA unless it's that girls' soccer team. Yeah. And the reason I say that is because they're not rooting for the USA. No, that's They're true. Whole, the whole purpose of them being able to kneel and say what they want to say and do what they want to do during the anthem is because they live here. Their freedom to be outspoken is because of this, because of that. So when you represent it, it's different here if you're playing uh, the L.A. Galaxy versus the Portland Timber nonsense MLS who cares games because the girls don't have a league, no one goes to it, uh, and you kneel before that. Yeah, that's fine. In-house, uh, have all the protesting you want. You get outside the borders, you represent I Why don't think, they put the uh, the uh, lady soccer team as a USOC, United States uh, Olympic Committee? Oh, like there the you ROC. go. <laughs> <laughs> no anthem, thing. no yeah. no flag. And uh, people will disagree with it, but I think there's a certain point where you, you represent outside of the boundaries. You, you you bring the best of what we are. You don't drag our problems out. You don't take our problems outside of the the nation. And you you know you can have your you can have your peace, but you represent that thing in and amongst all the others representing theirs. You come home. Mouth off all you want. Kneel all you want. I got no issue with that. I think a lot of the times you, you got a good point, but not there. Major investigation going on in the Olympic Village. Oh. Uh-huh. There's a group of uh, athletes drinking, Uh-oh. which is illegal. Oh, so yeah. this is the big story. They're investigating to try to figure out who in was Japan? drinking. <laughs> it's illegal in Japan to drink? In the Olympic Village. Oh, it is? I guess so. Oh, because they don't want people out. Oh, because of the COVID. Yeah. Oh, well, not gonna, not gonna do it. They're, they're gonna, they're, they're twenty three year old super. They're so much. Okay, sex drink. okay, we gotta bet. go. You got it. I think you might have mentioned yesterday, but Caleb uh, Dressel or yeah, the swimmer. Yeah, he gets back. He's like, I got five golds, but I tell you, it was not fun over there. No, he. Everybody's saying it's super stressful, and nothing yeah. about it's been great. But uh, he goes, that's the uh, you know, you train for that to compete, yeah, and you got to put up with it. Yeah, or you just get the twisties and you quit and you pick and choose when you want to play. There was a former wrestler uh, in the last game, 2016. He got gold, and he, in his interview, said, "This is, uh, you know, in my opinion, as athletes, sometimes you just need someone to kick you in the ass." And this is what Absolutely. I think. Uh, happen. I, I, you have sports psychologists and all yeah. sorts of. I have noticed though that every gymnast after has had an interview that has said, "I've wanted to quit so many times, but I didn't." And my coach wouldn't let me, and all that. And it's like I think those are veiled shots. I think I think there's some bitterness to the whole there's, Simone. I thing. mean, you go through that when you're being pushed to go to the next level. I mean, it's like the it's almost like the coaches 
You think the coach is trying to break you down or try to get you to quit? That's yeah. not it. They're trying to make you better. They're trying to. Sometimes they know the way you – the only way to get better is pushing yourself. Fight through adversity. Yep. That's the whole point of being a, a superior athlete. Otherwise, now, there's some, you know, there's some better techniques being used. There's been – you but, know, Yeah, well, they're, they're smacking them in the face and stuff. Yeah. Sometimes still works. But the difference between uh, Slappy Brady and Slappy John – playing a sport and some elite athlete is that if we start having a bad day, we're just like, I'm just going to get a beer. This is ridiculous. Yeah. But even still, I wouldn't do that. If I agreed to play basketball at LA Fitness, I'm going to go till it's, you know, 11 points until the end of the game. And I'm like, I, I was 0 for like 20, guys. I blew the whole game for you. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have been here today. Sorry. Yesterday, a tactical black. I thought I thought I slipped my back. I thought the whole hip and back. I'm like, I think I just But I finished because I showed up and I'm wasting their time. So people took time out of their day to help me out. And I'm like, I'm not so bad I can't go. We slowed down a little bit. We did some different stuff, but it's ridiculous. I got I get a little twinge going here. We've got to be careful. Uh-oh. That was it. I rested it. I'm fine. And it's not, you know. Twisties. And- you got the twisties. You just had a rough couple days. That's all. Well, the only way to get out of it is by confronting it. Right. And so you, you know get back I- on the horse. I've been to a lot of hockey games. And uh, and uh, the, at the intermission, uh, part of the fun of it is a game where you actually are given the twisties, and then you got to run down the ice and try to score a goal. And a very dangerous situation of people aren't. I've never seen anybody just quit that. They're like, oh, you spun me around that bat like a hundred times, and then I got the twisties, so I can't compete in this game. It's too hard. Well, that's the whole point. You're in a twisties game, it, but that's the thing that that my friend's argument. I think I'm with him. Uh, if if I have to choose through the divorce on the Olympics, I'm going to pick him because, and I get to dismiss her and all her friends because. <laughs> Would you have said that? Right. He's 100 percent right. You you picked a sport where you say twisties are common, so then when you get them, figure it out. You can't say that they're your reason you can't play anymore. Would you have accepted, um, or do you think people in general would have accepted more if she just said, "You know what? I got here. I'm just burnt. Yeah, I'm out. I had a mental just, breakdown I, last night. I'm just, I would totally accept that. Yeah." If she, if she flat out said, I had a full-on uh, meltdown, uh, I had a nervous breakdown last night, and I'm, I apologize to everybody, I can't go on. But to sit back and go, well, we'll see how I feel tomorrow, that's not a mental health issue. That's a day-to-day, let's see what I'm feeling. That's not, it, it's an, it makes people with real mental health issues, uh, it diminishes their problems. It's, it's, it's My, uh, awful. I wasn't even saying a full mental breakdown. She's just like getting ready to compete, and she just realizes – Man, I'm fried. Yeah. I just don't want to do it. But lie to me. Don't go out there and say I quit because that's the same thing. Go out and say I'm fried. I'm on the verge of a mental breakdown. I'm yeah. about and I can't do this. That's the and only way away. people would be able to accept right. it. The fact that she decided to just pick and choose is not a mental health issue. And everybody's nobody wants to have that real talk. But it's crazy. And then to bring in the around the corner, whatever stuff battling, uh, you know, like the the Nasser factor or something like that. Sure. That's kind of gone away but well, that it's not gone away necessarily with her because she could have been involved with that oh it's definitely but, it all, but it's all it known stuff yeah. yeah she knew that going in and i you know i agree if she had a if she had a mental issue going in and like i can't do this i'm, I'm falling apart has yeah. anything come back around about the whole ridland possibility and yeah. all that kind of no. stuff that just right. kind of just it's, disappeared and yep. that, that to me was the one that we were grasping to save her image yeah i didn't feel like anything anything for a little like the twisties thing seems like a grasp to save image because the twist, they're like, oh, it's so common for gymnasts. All right, well, then get through it. Because yeah. what you just said was, this happens to all of them. So, yeah, so you're not the only yeah, so one. Why'd she you're not special. Yeah, you're nothing about you special. This isn't, a, this isn't an issue of health. Yeah. This is a, you, you, got, you got trapped by your sports trap. I think it was the first day in competition 
that she ever had that was a bad day. I think so, too. Mm. Well, I always go back to Chuck Knobloch, Steve Sachs, John Lester, guys who have mental disorders in sports, and they're just told, get over it. You want to play the game. You want to be out here getting paid to do this. You want to be the, you want to be the, the focus of this. You've got to get over your thing. Knobloch just flat completely lost the ability to throw a ball to first base from second base. Yeah, for that's, about eight uh, months, it was like a whole season. He's like, I can't do it. And he rolled it. There was one time was he, he just one? rolled the ball. Was that the Toledo said he'd throw the mitt? That was John Lester. Was Lester. John Lester could not couldn't if a ball got hit back to him, he would have to run to first base and throw his mitt to the first baseman. It was and weird. it got to the it got so bad that those guys even got into the heads of other pitchers. That's well, sometimes the toughest throw for a lot of pitchers. Like well, how many, how many errors have you seen from the? There's a foul? lot, but I mean, it's usually because it's just such a quick bang bang thing. John Lester was not throwing the ball hard. No, and but he I would turn around. He would turn around and stop Brady, and and look at the first baseman and throw it about ten feet over his head. Yeah, it was the craziest. Like, what is going on? Like you would watch it. It was in slow motion. It was it was like he was doing the mistake on purpose. It was it was embarrassing. But you know what? Get your ass out there every time, and he did it. I mean, there was times when you're like, "Don't go out there, John. Don't go out there. Don't, 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 don't." It was he was too good. So the twisties. Anyway, she got herself a bronze, which ties her for most medals. So I think there's a little motivation there too of any U.S. gymnast with Shannon Miller. She now has seven. So now I think there's a little motivation back that on that. Bronze thing. has got to be a little bit, uh, yeah, like a stinger. Yeah. You no, know, she's got herself and all of her crew convinced that she's a hero. That, will bron- she, that uh, bronze is heroic. Will she go in another four? Or well, if three, she comes back again, it would, be just, it would just be a, a kick in the nuts to all the others. I don't think so. I think she's all done. But it's interesting. It certainly is a good subplot to the entire Olympics because it. I didn't realize it. I started chatting with a couple guys yesterday, and then out of the blue, my one friend fires off the stuff about the girls' soccer team. I'm, I'm in a full Olympics. Like, like my friends are in meltdown mode. <laughs> These guys are mad at the Olympics, and the the you know one of them's a veteran. And he lost his mind at the kneeling at the, oh, not a happy camper about the, uh, you, you go on foreign soil and kneel to our flag. Oh, this, this, was, this was treason to him. I mean, he's, he's been in war. So do they still, they, they do that before each game, whatever team that they're playing, the anthem? Because I'm trying so, to yeah. figure out where we, I don't know. You know are but we they the only a, ones playing the maybe, anthem maybe, the I don't know if it was the anthem, but I know they had, they all hit a knee in protest of the flag. And I don't know if it's during an anthem or anything else. Yeah. But, or if they just dragged the flag out, but they did. And uh, I, that's how I found out about it. I didn't see that part. I just saw the end of the game when they lost, and I loved every second of it because I can't stand that team. I wonder what's going to happen in the backlash once this is over with, with, with Rapino and stuff like that with this Nothing. kneeling thing. You can't backlash it. In this day know. and age, you can't backlash too hard because they everybody's got, you know, and that's true. Everybody's got their right to say whatever. I But I did kind of. When, when a guy who's been shot at, or actually shot, I should say, because he was, uh, texts me and says, uh, when you're on foreign, foreign soil and you disrespect the flag, you shouldn't be able to come home. I mean, he's just steadfast on the whole thing. And he's like, you can't protest our country on foreign soil. I'm like, oh, here we go. I'm like, I didn't even prompt this conversation. Yeah. This came out of nowhere. I think it was just, I think he just group sent it out and I was on the list, but he's right. There was a certain aspect to that. It, and, you know. Some people will agree with you, but the ones who don't aren't wrong either. It's the whole fun of it. You want to open There's your still trap. There's plenty that have, uh, have not come back to the NFL on the older, you know, be, when one. the whole. Well, it's, it's most of the older 
Oh, oh he's talking about fans. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot that did not like that. That dropped. Yeah. yeah. I can see why. Uh, and it doesn't make him wrong. Like you want to say he has a right to say it. They have a right to say the same thing. And it's just instead of talking about stuff and making an actual effort to fix it, everybody just wants to get in their corner. It's crazy. Anyway, the Olympics. 50% down, but there's been some good stuff. You missed that race last night between Whitey and Rye Benjamin. Whitey winning that race was. It's a great race. And there is some inner bigot in you that can't help but go, good for you, Whitey. Because, you know, you always root for something that looks like you. And I wish I had his hair. That was the thing I was looking at. My God, the man's hair is like Brett's hair, only Norwegian. It's fantastic <laughs> hair. But I was still rooting for the USA. I still wanted to I don't know better. if it's a color thing. I think it's more of the stereotype thing. You're like, the black there's, guy is supposed that. to beat <laughs> right. the white guy, right. period. There is that. But in, but in my world, if the black guy's supposed to beat the white guy and we've got the black guy, I'm thrilled. Like, I want that to be the case. Advantage. I want that. Yeah, advantage America. We've got the fast black guy versus the fast white guy. Nine times out of ten, <laughs> USA grabs gold. And I think that's why Ry Benjamin was crying so hard. He lost to a white guy. That's got to kill him. <laughs> it's not so bad taking second, but you're to like a white the guy? only one. That's I mean, nobody in sprinting loses to the white guy. Excuse me, Holmes. Yeah, he's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> he's crying. I would cry he's like, too. I hope this holds up because whatever this juice I took, and he yeah. looked up and saw the world record shattered by a second by that white guy who's flexing <laughs> and trying to tear his shirt off and can't. John, Simone Biles is a hero to us women, just like Amelia Earhart. Sign uh-huh. Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> <laughs> See, the listeners are good. That's pretty fun. Uh, let's get a wake-up song, shall we? Just a little update on those Olympics. It's 585-9800. That's the phone number. You tell us what you want to hear. We'll scream it together. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Whoa, whoa, whoa. What the hell? 98. I'm not cool with this at all. K-U-P-D. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com.